0: North South Connection Podcast Network. Now, welcome back to another edition of Chronoso, where every single day, one person, one voice, uh, except for one other group, one two people doing it together, we hit you up with a match going chronologically from the beginning of WWF WWE pay-per-views in 1985 with WrestleMania One. We're gonna hit the Saturday Night's main events too, and we give you one match every day in chronological order, and this is mine today. My name's Aaron. Here we go. So we're dealing with uh, Tito Santana um, and the Magnificent Morocco from the Wrestling Classic. Now let's get the obvious out of the way right away. The Wrestling Classic is one of the absolute worst shows the company has ever put on, it's awful, because they, want, they have stars going against stars, but they don't want to provide any sort of proper finishes, so we're left with a tournament filled with DQs, countouts, fluke wins, hey, even the finals has a bullshit finish. Um, I actually, when I did the year that was, go back in the archives in the North South Connection Podcast Network, in the 1985 episode, I did a long-form review of this show, but I have not watched it since then, that was in 2020, and I've only ever seen the show twice. When I watched it originally for the year that was Project... And then when I did the long form. And I couldn't remember this match at all. That's how memorable it was. In fact, I don't remember any of the matches from this show. And one of them is Savage and Steamboat. And the other one is, it's like Savage's like, other big tournament that no one gives a shit about. So, for today, we are dealing with two titans of the early 1980s. Tito Santana and Magnificent Morocco. And long ago they feuded for the Intercontinental Championship and now they're going to fight for whatever the point of this fucking tournament is. Is there, is there a cash prize? Uh, a trophy? Some sort of uh, pig roasting of Mr. Fuji to be had? I don't know. Also, my wife for some reason is terrified of Mr. Fuji. I think she might be the only person on earth who is afraid of this man. Except the guy, I guess except the guy who he stole his dog and ate it and was the, that was the inspiration for Pepper. I guess I'd be scared of that dude too. Anyway, whatever it is, the prize is clearly worth it. Because anyone who is anyone, uh, besides Hogan and Piper and Lopper and all the important people. You know, aside from the important people. Uh, they're in this tournament. And Gorilla says that this is the most prestigious tournament. Um, I don't know if he said mankind, but I, I believe he probably believes it's mankind. As per usual, let's deal with the pre-match promos first. So we're starting off with Mean Gene interviewing Fuji and Morocco. And if you go to the WWE Network and like you're going through like the timestamp stuff and you click on this, like if you want to start at the promo, click on it and freeze it. This freeze frame is something else. Fuji is clearly looking suspiciously off camera. Like someone just asked his wife to take a walk with them and he's like watching them leave, but he's not happy, not having any of it. Gene looks exhausted. Like, I mean, this guy's working overtime in this, in this tournament. They, they, he's got to do everything to make this interesting. And poor, poor Don Morocco looks like he just left a buffet. His shirt is bulging out. And the look on his face is one of sickness and regret. And I feel... Now, when you destroy a buffet or or go to McDonald's or or something like that, it really is a lot like a one night stand in many ways. Like under both circumstances, the end of the night, you're sitting on the edge of your bed, maybe in your underwear, you're kind of, you're you're hunched over your head in your hands and you're like, you're saying never again. I'm never doing this again. And, but guess what? You're, you're going to do it again because McDonald's is easy and one night stands are, they're not easy for guys. I don't know how women... Jenny... Jenny... I, I don't know about Jenny. Like, I mean, it's the only girl that like listens to these, probably. It's not fair. It's not fair. They can just have what they want. <sighs> Fucking women, man. They can have what they want. Anytime! Anyway, what am I talking about? Alright. Um, I love, too, that Morocco's shirt... So, Morocco's t-shirt... It's like, it's all about him being a surfer, but there is no way that man is getting on a surfboard. Now, I, if you told me he was surfing, I, I would, I, no way. I, I come to your house and I burn it down. It's as simple as that. And why is his shirt tucked into his bathing suit? I also like it known that I, at this point of my notes, I still haven't even started the video. I'm still fired up. All right, so I started, and I got to listen to Mean Gene three times. In fact, the third time, I actually go upstairs to get headphones because I'm like, what is he saying? And this is the most comprehensible guy, like in the, in the, of the, of the threesome here. Right. And I thought I missed something. He goes, he says to Fuji, he goes, Mr. Fuji, you say that your man, magnificent Morocco, who you say is your program. What on earth does that mean? I don't understand that sense at all. Did he mean who, you, you're, you're programmed? Is he implying that Fuji's program Morocco? Or is Morocco the program? And how can a human be a program? Anyway, Morocco also looks like he'd rather be anywhere else on Earth. And he finally gets to talk and he, he's fighting Intercontinental Champion Tito Santana. And Gene goes, it's Morocco against Santana in the wrestling classic. And F- Fuji goes... Very true. Very true. I, that's my Elmer Fudd, Mr. Fuji. Oh, hunting wabbits. Because I feel like if I go full Mr. Fuji, someone's going to get offended. Uh, Fuji promises Santana has met his match. Morocco is primed. Morocco is primed. <laughs> and I will do anything. And I'm going to feel very sorry for you. And Fuji goes, I'm feeling sorry for the audience right now. And Fuji goes, ha ah, ha ha ha. And his evil laugh. Also, I'm so glad that Morocco isn't wearing some sort of uh, lapel or headset mic because surely the level of hissing and breathing uh, would make it seem like he's on the edge of a stroke. And Morocco gets to talk, which is cool. And and he says he's happy. He's so calm. He's like, look, I'm happy I got uh, Santana in the tournament. The best guy. I always want to fight the best. And he's super calm. And he's like, look, beating the best is the only way I want to do it. Then Gene, fucking asshole mean Gene, fat shames Morocco. He goes to enter, win this tournament and get to the top. You have to be in top condition. And then he looks down at Morocco's stomach. And look, we're all thinking it, right? Obviously, the dude's out of shape. But fuck right off, Gene. We know what that tuxedo is hiding. And it's not a giant hog, all right? And Morocco's like, look, if I can get through this. He's so calm and casual. Look, if I can get through this one, I think I got this thing won doesn't sound like a pro wrestler at all. And I love I love Morocco for that reason. He always sounds so calm. He's like he looks like an he should be your uncle at a barbecue, like flipping the burgers and just shooting the shit with your dad. But he just looks so tired. And I'll be honest, I don't blame him cuz he probably just worked 10 shows in 6 days on nothing but like beer and waffle house. Cut the guy some slack and let him get some fucking sleep. Anyway, I can't, I also can't properly describe how bored he looks because it's just perfect. Um, we go to the ring. Finkel introduces Santana, all in red. Morocco comes down to some heavy booze. Um, he tears his shirt off like a like Hogan, but like a lazy Hulk Hogan, like Hogan just had sex with like his the radio host wife, and he's like, okay, brother, let me get my shirt off. Oh, that's what that looked like here. Um, I, I'm sure he got screamed at. I'm sure Morocco got screamed at for tearing his shirt. That's Hulk's. That's hook spot. You better not drop a leg. Ah, The ring here is so loud, which I really like. Um, Morocco pounds the shit out of Tito to start. And Jesse's going off about how Tito shouldn't be in the tournament. It's stupid for him to be there because he's the Intercontinental Champion. He doesn't need this. And pride. He's too much pride. And I agree. What is Tito doing in this tournament? Also, I'm sure others have mentioned this, but there's no turnbuckles, which is weird. It's just a shitload of tape, uh, like taped up in the corner. Uh, George, like, I don't know why they didn't go with with turnbuckles. I don't know if it was an aesthetic choice. But poor George Steele is probably like really upset over this, right? Like, I mean, I, he must have destroyed catering and probably a bathroom as a result. Tito then gets some explosive offense. And I, look, I don't want to shame Morocco the way Gene did. Because I, I, I like Morocco, but he's really struggling to get up. And like, I'm curious, what changed in his mindset in 1987 when he's like, fuck it, I'm going to make myself a literal piece of granite. Because that dude is the most jacked dude as Don the Rock Miracle, coming out to Jesus Christ Superstar. Maybe he found Jesus. Maybe he's like, you know what, if I'm going to use Jesus' music, I'm going to give a, make, make myself a body that Jesus would be proud of. But I don't know if Jesus would be proud of that body, because in Jesus' time, I don't imagine the guys were jacked like that. Like, maybe it was better to be emaciated like Jesus. Is Jesus emaciated? I I thought he was eating. You'd think that being the son of God, he'd be able to fucking put on him as a muscle. Again, I'm off track. I'm really sorry. Um, Anyway, Santana takes over. He's throwing him around, twisting the arm. I'll say this for Morocco. Even with his size, he tumbles really well. And I got a bit of a problem. I know I got a lot of problems, but I got a bit of a problem with the symbol on Morocco's pants because it's lightning. Wouldn't that be... The worst possible thing if you're a surfer, which is what his character is. It's like hole-in-one Barry Darso putting a fucking, put a rainstorm on his tights. Anyway, Morocco then starts with the power stuff. It looks good. Solid clotheslines, elbow drops. And then he hits a forearm and Gorilla's like, that forearm will tear apart the intercostal cartilage. Fuck off. You know, whatever. All right. Then Morocco scoops him up, power slams him, gets a quick three. Morocco wins. Like, they ring the bell. He gets the three, ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. Morocco walks away. And I'm like, in this moment, I paused it to write some thoughts. And I'm like, it took one clothesline, one elbow drop, an intercostal cartilage-busting forearm, and a power slam to finish off the IC champion. So I hit it to see the the end of the match. And then Tito, the, the bell's rung, the match is over. Tito just gets up in small packages. Morocco, the ref who just awarded the match to Morocco, inexplicably counts three. Then they ring the bell again. Albeit, More more times this time, and I what what's happening? What the fuck is going on? Like uh, there's an audible bullshit chant, and then they're like, "Oh, uh, Tito was too close to the ropes when he got pinned," and they try to show a replay, but the camera work is so shitty on this thing that they can't catch it. No one's looking at his feet, and look, the referee like he didn't make any symbol, he didn't explain anything. He just kept kind of rotating his arms in and out. But that doesn't mean anything. Did he Was his foot on the rope or not? That seems like an easy gesture. You touch your foot, you point at the rope. This couldn't have been more confusing. Anyway, there's also no way this referee is official in his blue slacks and white shirt. So Tito wins, I guess, after Morocco wins. This whole tournament is such bullshit. Awful finish, nothing match. That really sums up the wrestling classic quite well. I don't know, one star. What, what do you want me to do here? nonsensical match anyway keep listening to Cronoso every single day we got stuff coming at you every day all kinds of fun stuff if you want to spend more time with me I'm on Mondays on now entering the Royal Rumble with JT we're breaking down every single Royal Rumble competitor that has ever been in the Rumble all of their appearances our last appearance we dealt with Charles Wright Holy shit, that was awful and long, and he's a useless Rumble competitor. But whatever, we tried to make it fun, and I think it was okay. Um, That's on Mondays. Uh, On Saturdays, No Holds Barred, JT and I, we got two stretch projects going. Number one, we're watching back every single title change for the WWF Championship, ranking it in a plethora of categories. That's been a lot of fun. And we're also revisiting the GWWE 100 lists we made five years ago. Again, at placetobination.com. Uh, we do projects, scratch projects every year. This year, it's the top, the best WWF wrestler of all time. We did it five years ago. We're revising. My list is completely changing, but it's tons of fun. And if you really want to be my best pal, you'll go back into the archive and check out the year that was. It was a series I did where I watched every single WWF pay-per-view, then ranked every year on a plethora of categories I love doing that project. It was so fun. The feedback was incredible. That's in the archive the year that was. I'll have another solo project starting up soon. As soon as my, look at this, listen to this voice. It's finished, right? Uh, but check out all the great stuff on the North South Connection podcast network. Check out all the other hosts, all their work. I love the community we've created. Keep listening to Cronoso. Keep watching Rosslyn. See you next time.